Hello, and welcome to The Honest Wargamer. I am joined by Big Dylan, who will now hopefully make noise, because I have turned it off and turned it back on again. Big Dylan. How much is that fish? Right, so I could see your audio coming through. No. No video, no, no audio. Video. No video. Oh, for goodness sake. Let me have a look. We hear him. It's just, it's just Ishik trolling. Yeah, I know. I've got this. Yeah, I've now got the stream up on my second monitor. You bellends. <laughs> so I'm now just, going through the the chat. Absolute messes. How are you doing, what Neil? Fantastic, I'm, I'm what glad we can now hear your excellent story that you told me about the myth of Big Dylan before oh, Big we, Dylan, yeah. before we went live. So I had a great and, time uh, hearing a private story, and you guys didn't. Shame yeah, on you. Yeah, and I would, I would, I would tell you all about the story, of Big Dylan, except mm. that Ishik, no. Because of Ishik. <laughs> doesn't get the stories I get, okay? Ishik, he only tells me me certain things, okay? Because we're tight, you see. Okay, that's fine. How have you been anyway, Neil? Uh, you all right? Had a good week? Yeah, I mean, you know, just being full-time dad. I clocked in Monday to Friday. I clocked in 72 kilometers. Nice. In one day? So, though, between Monday and Friday. <laughs> so in five days, I did way more than there. I was doing 13 a day. Yeah, well, that's really good. 13 a day. Mate, that makes me look like an amateur because I've been, the gyms have reopened here and I've been trying to do five kilometers a day every day just in a gym rather than like outside. Walking. No, just running. Just running. But... I sound walking. I sound walking. I'm yeah, walking, but right? like you've done like triple the distance. So <laughs> like, I feel like that counts as something. So I've been back. You've been well? You've been all right? You've been enjoying yeah, yeah, I mean, being a dad? Sun is, sun is finally out. Mm -hmm. You know, the weather is getting good. I'll actually mm. be able to with my, my huge, you know, Arctic winter jackets finally got hung <laughs> up in the cupboard for the next six months, which yep. is lovely. So yeah, it's been really, really nice yeah. actually. Now you need to find something else to wear to keep all the wolves off you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we need to uh, address the elephant in the room very, very quickly. And that is uh, Rob is not here today. And that is because he has been streaming the Hammer Time Age of Sigmar tournament for the entire weekend. And we sent him outside because he was getting, if, if we left him inside any longer, he would have become a ghost. Yeah, he was smelling. He was smelling bad. and incredibly pale. Thank you very much, Melka, for the uh, resubscription. I hope I pronounced that right. At least I put some effort into it, unlike the normal host. So <laughs> I'm having that one. Thank you very much. So, uh, Neil, this is the last uh, week of the group. No, 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 Tom. Right? How are you doing, Tom? Oh, no How one cares. Nobody Tom? cares. Like Tom is fine. <sighs> Tom hasn't changed. Tom's just been sat here for three weeks, and he's going back to work tomorrow, <laughs> and he's very grumpy about it, so no one wants to hear about that. That's absolutely fine. So uh greek hammer team tournament we are into our, our last week now we've already done all the pairings uh and last week who did we talk about last week Neil? so last week we talked about the uh, the hottest takes mm, which is the internet the internet super sensations led by liam vessel the uh mm. the best cts player in the world mm. versus poland mm. um obviously poland being probably the most winningest team of all time mm. at otc and it turns out that Tom, you and me don't have a fucking clue it, what we're talking about. It is about. true. I just make it up as I go along. But you should know yeah. that, Neil. Come on. Yeah. So <laughs> la people who listened last week uh, will notice that we obviously... Hottest Takes had a um, space wolf list found by Jamie Paris. And this was like a space wolf list with like loads of wolf guard with jump packs and sky claws. It was all just a, a, an army of space wolves with jump packs. And we were like, you know, okay, you know, bring bring the army you like, you know, bring the army you play down in the pub kind of thing. That's mm. cool. You know, but, you know... We, we saw something he's going to go against this chaos demon list of like keeper of secrets and all this like chaos demons that want to get in in combat and they're like we just can't see how this is going to work we don't understand it mm -hmm. clearly we don't understand it because Jamie True. absolutely crushed it and got 17 points I mean, I, mean I feel like at that point we just bully the Polish player right we absolutely do know what we're talking about it's just that the Polish yeah. player shit the bed and yeah so Bart, Bart yeah so the Polish player is Bart he's actually a WTC uh, vet so he has no fucking clue what he's doing clearly and uh, <laughs> totally. yeah. and, and obviously you know, Vladi, Vladi and Tiffus being the two selectors for this shit, and David as well being the selectors of the Polish team. They need to listen to us because even though we don't know what we're talking about, clearly we know more than they do because mm. you shouldn't have a shower of a player on that team. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. <laughs> I should have to buy Bart a beer now. Oh, Never mind. It's okay. You'll buy everybody beers on the first night of WTC yeah. when we finally get but to yeah. it anyway, and you won't remember it the day after. But honestly, you know, um, we both backed Poland to win. Mm. By small margin. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, what was the final score, Neil? The final score is Poland 81. Hottest oh. takes 79. I mean, I mean, technically, Poland got more points. One single point more. So it's That's a draw. <laughs> that is... 
that is tight yeah to say that least. is very very tight so what does that mean for the um top of the table does that mean whoever because there are two like there are four tables. teams yeah there are four teams going into this round are all on seven points mm. Poland, hottest takes, and then Ukraine and, Ger- and their Germany scouting, who we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So now Poland and hottest takes finish the tournament eight points, mm. which means whoever, if a t- if either Ukraine or Germany win this round, mm. they win the whole event. That's really good. So that has really so opened it's, the door for actually, today's pairing show. Yeah, it's actually magically worked out. <laughs> the final pairing show of this event that we're going to talk about is the game for first I, place. I feel like, Neil, what we did there was we uh, we took the game that we knew was going to be a draw and we just hyped it up and, you know, we did some showmanship, whereas really, behind the scenes, we big-brained it and we knew. I say yeah, we, you we, pick all no, the games. Exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> we knew, we secretly knew that Poland and Hotsticks were going to draw, so we talked about them last week, knowing, knowing that this will be the match that decides it all. Yeah, so... Speaking of which, you've already mentioned Ukraine. What's the kind of backstory with Ukraine this event? Because we've already seen them once, so that means that it implies they've been on the top tables already. How have they yeah, yeah, this you... event? So they put the, their opening round, they played against a team called, uh, well, the team from nowhere, mm-hmm. um, who I believe is, is sort of a, uh, it's from, from Frenchies, um, I think it's because he's a bunch of Frenchies, and uh, they smashed that round 115 45. Yeah, so, sort of like, yeah, but yeah, we're talking about a routine veteran WTC team here mm. going up against a, we'll say, non veteran WTC team. I, I don't recognize any of the names there. No offense to the players on this team, but I don't recognize mm. the names. And I'm not a regular in the French tournament scene, so. I only know the guys that go to the go to the WTC. Mm. In the next round, they played Poland and they got a draw, That's and that was a seven. Good, and that was seventy nine eighty one to Ukraine. So it was a, again, super tight. They got a draw, mm. super tight draw. Then they played uh, FTA. Um, Fuck the Aussies. Who, <laughs> something <laughs> like that, yeah. Um, and they completely crushed this game. Okay, um, one hundred and thirty two. Mm-hmm. That's really big. Really, so big. that's really big. Yeah. Um, then they played the last. Then in, the, in the round four, they played the Polish uh, Jack Straws, which is like one of the. There's the, the three Polish teams. This one of the Polish teams. Um, we talked about them before as well. Um, I mean, they're basically the Polish B team because there's mm-hmm. guys like Kubi and stuff like that. There are guys, that, you know, there are guys there mm-hmm. that you know, and they crushed that 109-51. They seem to be smashing so, some teams and then drawing. Like they either seem to smash yeah. or they seem to. Kind of Peter up, but I don't seem to be. Well, that, well that's it. They, they drew against they drew against Poland, which is a big deal. Yeah, you yeah. know, drawing against Poland is no mean feat to say the least. Mm. Um, yeah, as hottest takes just proved. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, Poland are big are, are big boys in the WTC world. Mm. Drawing against them is a big deal. So draws against them and then scoring big hits against, we'll say, the less routine teams. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Especially when you're going up against the other kind of winningest team from a WTC in Germany this round. Have they have they done this, this event? Yeah, give me half a second. I've just got to go back into in Tony Keeper to pull up um, them. <laughs> I did discover Not... Tony Keeper can do a lot of work with stats actually. It's yeah, the random stat page there. Mm. Yeah, which is very good. So um, the Germany scouting, we'll just say Germany A, because mm-hmm. essentially what it is, you've got you know. You've got Fred, who is the captain, the Germany captain. You've got people like Simon Erding, Martin Neung, uh, Marvin Peterson, Fritz Peters. You know, these are these are seasoned players mm-hmm. in this team. So round one, they played the uh, Polish fish in Greek style, which is the Polish, which is the third Polish team. It's a half Polish, half uh, Greeks, mm-hmm. and they gave that a big beating, 109 points in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they. Played the uh, semi cross. Oh yeah, I remember those guys. Uh, yeah, which is the, which is our, our our guys, the French guys, which we covered that game and they won that round ninety two to sixty eight. Yeah, still a win. Closer. Yeah, and then they went against Canada in uh, round three, and poor Canada took an absolute beating here, hundred and sixteen to forty four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I kind of learned a lot from that, speaking to people like Jim and, and Chris, that, that was a realm I picked up a lot from, because it, it's the calibre of players you're hitting there, right? Like, you don't get to play yeah. against Erding and Fred every day, do you? No, you don't. So, playing high calibre players learn a lot. And again, this tournament is for a lot of the, especially, I'll say, definitely for the WTC teams, the WTC players play this team, this is very much practice, because 
before this event started, people were still hoping to run a WTC in August. So mm-hmm. a lot of teams were taking advantage of this as a live practice mm-hmm. for events. Yeah. So even even if you're losing, but losing to a team like Germany, you're going to learn a lot from it, as you said. And then in round four, they played hotter stakes mm-hmm. and scored. Can you guess what the score was? Uh, this is it. This is a game of hottest takes in it. And bear in mind, uh, no, almost seventy-seven, ah, eighty-one to hottest takes. So there is this tendency. Is that one with the space for these sports list that we talked about earlier? Yes, this is this hottest takes in the space. You should have been listening. You'd have known. And the space, the space of Kyle lost. He played Simon Erding and lost fifty-five. Oh, okay. yeah. So, there. But you know, Liam crushed it again with an eighteen points there. You know, the king, the king of yes, TTS crushed yeah. it. So. So they've had, so you know, Germany have had, you know, not an easy hmm. one either. So now they've gone to the final round. Say it's Germany, Ukraine, and it is literally whoever, because Hottest takes and um, Poland have drawn, mm-hmm. it means that if either of these two teams wins this round, they win the yeah, whole thing. percent. As we say, prescience in picking the matchups, right? So we'll go straight into the pairings because it, it's one thing to go for like a list of all the lists, right? But we could just do that as we're going through the pairings. And explain why these lists are built the way they are, yeah. rather than just a meaningless list of garbage that no one's going to remember what we bring it up on the slides. So let's just bring up the slides yeah. straight away. So the first matchup we have, whoosh, there it is. Look at that, amazing. Are you going to be Germany, or should I be Germany? Or well, be I actually Germany? have all my monitors filled with streaming gear, so I could, pr- I could pull enough. it up. However, however. <laughs> I'll do, I, I can do the work. Thank you. I will do the hosting and you will be the info box, despite the fact that Neil does not play 40k. So, first now. But I still beat Tom. You did, with strength or weapons. Um, oh, <laughs> so, first beautiful. round. By the looks of this, Germany won the roll off to pick the first board. So they decide to put down. Oh, Moonty Raid, who I believe would be Moon Tyranid, because I am capable of reading, has donated £3.62 to the stream, bringing us up to 680 Thank you very much, Moon Tyranid. That is very generous of nice. me. We do Thank appreciate you very that. Much. Cheers, buddy. So, back to the list. Germany put down the Death Guard as first defender. Now, we did talk a little bit about uh, this in the Hottest Takes match, which we thought was a little bit weird to put the Death Guard down as first defender. And yet, Germany themselves have done it too. How do you feel about this? Yeah, I mean... This... Again, I, I think I feel like it's not for me an archetype first mm. defender because there are there are a lot of bad matchups yeah. with Death Guard. But... It could be a case of it's just you know you're backing your play, you're playing no saying you know, he knows I can get the points out mm-hmm. of this, um, and they're just going to back it. Or it could be a case of you know there are no particularly great matchups for mm-hmm. this guy, or maybe or maybe there's only like one matchup or something that's very favourable for him. So it's better for so better to sort of throw him under the bus and say we'll take go first and take the worst matchup for the rest of the yeah. team. Is very much going to be the case yeah, there. That's fair, and it may be worth getting one of the uh, the Germans of after takes on at some point just to ask them why this has evolved yeah. across the tournament. Because I mean, we could talk about the pairings all we want, but there've been a couple of really interesting evolutions that I've seen coming out of this event. A good example being before the Greek Hammer Team tournament, I thought the Sisters in a Death Guard was a bad matchup for the Sisters. Yet here we are seeing them attack the Death Guard. How do you feel about that one, Neil? I mean. I've seen this game uh, recently. Um, there was a better practice weekend a couple of weekends ago here in uh, Gothenburg, um, and I saw this. You know, Jimmy, um, Team Sweden Death Guard player up against Max, who's a potential sisters player for Team Sweden, and it just which way we really work it. The um, the sisters have got the mobility to pin the Death Guard mm-hmm. in. And the ability to trade out well enough that yeah, by the end of the game there are more there are generally more Death Guard left on the board than sisters, but it's too late because the Death Guard have never been able to yeah. gain board position. Yeah. It's very difficult to push um, sisters, isn't it? Really, even if you have got fight last, especially when you're that slow and yeah. for a forest everywhere. Although I guess maybe if you pick the board, it's not quite as bad. No, apparently not. And this Germany list is a bit more mobile because hmm. this is the um, the Death Guard list that has three um, bloated yeah. drones. Which has not been the norm at this tournament, at least. So it's got you know, three very mobile units. You definitely be able to sort of pick objectives or do your um, engaging all fronts mm-hmm. there. Um, it's got triple play burst, which is always solid, always a solid choice. Very good at sniping. Um, it's got it's got your it's got oh, a sing, it's got a contender dreadnought with the Volkites. It's got some death shrouds, a small unit of light lords. Um, interestingly, only twenty boxwalkers, mm-hmm. but it's got a nice unit of air play yeah. there. So he's got more 
the, the points have been sunk a little bit into the plane range, which is a bit more survival than the Poxwalkers, and into the bloat drones for the mobility, and the playbrush crawlers for, yeah, they're not the most devastating shooting, but it's very reliable yeah. shooting. Yeah, and when you're playing against sisters, it allows you and to it's... pick things off, really, and make it harder for the sisters to sit on the middle objectives and get you loads of primaries, right? Yeah, especially with, I can't remember the name of the strap, there's the new strap, mm-hmm. which is the one where it's like, it basically, you hit one unit, you spread all the mortal yeah, wounds around. Yeah. So the sisters, yeah, the sisters don't, you know, you say, the sisters want to be set on the middle objective, Castling up there, they're not going to do that, that playburst crawl is dumping, mm-hmm. one of those playburst crawls is dumping that yeah. strap down. And equally, you can't stick one unit on there, because all through the playburst crawls just, like, blow you off, because they're not reliable, but you've got three of Correct. them, so you're probably going to be able to make that. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so that's a, that's the death card list. The sisters list is without you know being mean, it's you know it's three it's three retributors, it's it's triple retributors, triple repentance. It's pretty much always seen. The big difference with the Ukrainian list is they don't go for the triumph. Of yeah, I'm Catherine. not a fan of that. I'm not um, a big fan of Catherine. Yeah. yeah. Well, we talked about it previously the, the the just the sheer um, ability for the chart the chart gives you for manipulating the uh, destiny. It's, it's not destiny dice. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Des- it's the same dice thing, but in AOS, AOS. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the, the miracle dice—it's just so mm. good. It's just such a force. Yeah, it's ten extra miracle dice. Well, especially because the, especially because the sisters as an army function, strength is the miracle 100%. dice. So you want the force multiplier there. So they had they had the option of going to the sister army and had the option of going to this uh, a chaos space marine, uh, chaos nightless, which essentially is twenty slash terminators, um, two lots of uh, five slash spawns. You got the spawns mobile spawn, the terminators, which we have talked many times about before. How you know super eye with deep strike when they're coming down is a uh, favor of the uh, dark prince. I believe that's the name of the strats, which basically allows when they when they roll their two d six to charge, one of the dice is automatically a six. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty much getting that nine inch charge off and deep strike every yep. time they come down. And then seven um what set seven war glaives, chaos version the of the war, war glaives, the war hounds yeah. with the fur war dogs with the fur with the thermal cannons and the chain glaives. So that's a, this is a list we've yeah. talked about previously. Yeah. It's very hard to deal with. It's pretty nasty. And I think, yeah, absolutely in that choice you would definitely want to take the sisters. Because you're not that's that's you, you that's an Esh list, the chaos space between this and night list. I don't think there's anything death card. No, not really. There. They haven't. Got, they haven't got. There's no effective screens. The box walkers will just, will just go disappear instantly. Mm-hmm. They can't stop slash service coming down and chopping things up. And the war graves never. Yeah. So I actually off. played this matchup. I played the 14 armikers into the death guard, and it just the death guard just couldn't deal with it. They just got rolled. Like you, yeah. you can't kill that much stuff. It's just too much for you. Uh, also, we are seeing a little bit of a variation here. We've seen a little bit of a pivot away from the armikers and the war dogs, but we're also seeing a pivot towards. The 20 Slanesh Terminators. There seems to be a bit of a conversation going on at the minute as to what to pair those 20 Terminators with. Sometimes I've seen them with, with big demon lists here, but we're seeing them with, with Chaos Knights. And it'll be interesting to see how they evolve in the future. Yeah, mm. definitely. So, so yeah, so, so, so it's, it's, a, it's definitely it's a first defense. Death Guard's the first defender. It's a favourable matchup for the sisters, but you you expect the Death Guard to castle and score points anyway. Yeah, hundred percent. And Heminis, there will be a link to the Greek Hammer list. Is, do, do you have one in the description of most of the podcast now? Is that correct? Um, and there is a description in all the podcasts, okay. yes. Or Herminister, if you just go into, see so if you go to the WCTC Facebook page, looking in the podcasts that we put up there, there'll be a link there. Or actually just go onto the Greek Hammers uh, Facebook page. There you go. Thank you very much. He's going to go find another Armageddon yeah. Warclave uh, list to play. Fantastic. So, yeah. in the second slide, we have uh, Ukraine's first defender. And once again, we see Death Guard as first oh, defender. Oh, 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 just, just before mm-hmm. we go yes. on. I just wind the clock back a little bit to the previous, yep. to the previous fire because what I'm trying to do because some of the games have been played ah, so okay. after we've talked yeah. about it I've, got, I've, I've quickly clicked on had a look and I found Calvin Germany with their Death Guard versus uh, Alessandra Ruslov with the um, sisters and once again we do not know what the hell we're talking about Tom because Death Guard oh, I told you Death Guard was a good match for sisters but that's a very <laughs> big that's, that's a very big as a big deal for mm, your first def- yeah. as a as a defender, you're expecting to lose. Taking 16 points as a defender. I mean, is potentially massive. what could happen there is that the sisters didn't roll any good miracle dice in the early turns, which meant that the death guard had the freedom to just push straight away onto the sisters, and therefore you you can't really do too much, right? And also, if you have board pick, you can yeah. really neuter the uh, retributors if you need to as well. Um, and even turn one is actually kind of useful because turn two doesn't really matter because you can sit on the mid boards anywhere for death guard even into the sisters because you got minus one damage and you can turn off a reroll from a repentia. And then turn one just allows you to get that push nice and early as well. So there is a potential for that swing, right? Yeah. Cool. So if we move on to the second slide then, whoosh, we have got more Death Guard being defended. Why? 
Why, yes. why does this keep happening, Neil? Well, we say why, but we just say why. <laughs> results-based analysis, Neil. Results-based analysis. Yeah. So, what, so once again, our armchair, uh, our armchair you know, generalship, not even not even seeing the game, just sitting here, you know, spouting our, spouting our opinions off pieces of paper, yeah. obviously. But yeah, but so the Ukraine put the death card down. And, you know, the death card list here for Ukraine is, you know, not knocking the Ukrainian player for it, but I will say it's just, it's Nick Nanavati's list yeah. in the Art War. It's the list that he's been rocking uh, for a month or two now, uh, very finely honed with the um, the big the, the big block of Blight Lords, 10 Blight Lords, some Death Shrouds, Poxwalkers, the uh, Volkite Dread. The Volkite Dread, it's a pretty mm. good list. Definitely nothing to be, stopped, to be laughed at. Um, it's got the Blight Drones as well. So yeah. a solid, solid lifter, solid list there, definitely. Yeah. Um, this time, we not attacked with sisters. Not attacked. Very with sisters. strange. So clearly, Germany. No, this is not. This, this is in a good matchup, unlike me and you. And so I Germany. See... <laughs> <laughs> triggered. So triggered. <laughs> so um, Germany attack first with a force of the hive mind list, which is a uh, genius occult. Um, Basically, it's called the Forearmed Emperor Patrol. It's got a Patriarch in it because he's an absolute beast in combat. And it's got some hybrids because um, they're also good as a bomb. And it's got some near fights just to score objectives. It's then got your eight, it's got your, your typical Kronos uh, detachment with the, the, uh, with the with the double um, Chiefs of Five Hive Guard and the Exocrine to give you that reliable shooting. Mm-hmm. And then the final and the final detachment is uh, Death Gore Creek. Which essentially they've taken twenty combat engineers, two to ten, and thirty Death Riders. Mm. It's interesting to see a Tyranid uh, stylist without the big Demacarons in as well. I kind of yeah. like that, I like, and I like the idea of allying in the Death Corps of Krieg as well. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, you, so yeah, Death Corps of Krieg here, as we know, because they they have the old school feel no pain and they're mobile. They are just so good at taking control of boards and screening screen and denying movement and the hypermobile for it. The combat engineers have a lot of little shenanigans with these little gas grenades of theirs. Um, mm. And then you're backing it up with solid shooting from the NID formation. And then the um the GSC it gives you the um it gives you the colour forearm emperor the uh, what's that mm. plan of how you use the make it gives you the Vex strategy, yeah. it's always big, and it gives you just a little bit of combat mix, mixing around you can maybe do with. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely a solid list there. It's, definitely, it's, it's a list that pushes up the board, takes control of the board, and mm-hmm. forces you to really fight your way through it. Because while you're throwing, working through those Death Riders, the Hive Guard are peppering you constantly, the extra yeah. crap. It's not and, easy. And while as the Death Guard you can shrug off a lot of the Hive Guard damage because of the minus one damage you have in Bill, you're still kind of slow and it's going to take you a while to ground through all that kind of stuff. So even if you're going to win the game as Death Guard, I don't think you should win it very big. Yeah, exactly. And then the Germans also attacked with uh, a list that for some reason, every time I look at this list, I just think of Pacific Rim. It pop, Pacific Rim pops into my head. Um, <laughs> the Demon and Chaos Space Marine list. And it's three Exalted Creepers. And it's also a lot of change. Uh, four units of Nergwins. Mm-hmm. And then an Iron Warrior attachment that is essentially, for want of a better word, it's three Leviathan Dreadnoughts with fists, oh, yeah, there you go. With fists and Grav Flux Bombards. That feels more like Red Alert 3, to be honest, mate, because that's a very weird combination of large constructs. Yeah, it's big It's big robots <laughs> and big Gribblies, but they're not fighting each other. They're all fighting against you this time. <laughs> uh, and that's a real sort of smash face list. Um... And it is that's the list Ukraine chose to go mm. up against, um, which is interesting because I just feel that the Death Guard there's just so much face smashing there that it's going to be half a Death Guard yeah. uh, to to take that. But again, I think that's maybe a case of Ukraine. I mean, this is definitely a case of Ukraine going, "Hey, let's remove that list from the rest of the pairings. Mm. We don't have to deal with that because that is a really nasty list, especially against especially against first turn gets to push on the board. It won't it'll pick an open board." So the keepers and the dreads, they're easily tough and they just maybe won't have an open board to run across. And so they want to, you know, take this out of the pairings now, deny it the board it wants and then, mm. and just deal with it and do and obviously then have better matchups later. Yeah, and also if you're looking to tank it on something, Death Guard isn't the worst thing in the world. Like I don't think it's good for you because you've got so few wounds per point that you're paying. But at the same time it's like it's better than tanking it on something with low wound count and low durability base anyway, right? Yeah. So I mean maybe you get some points out of that. So 
And you've got your own secondaries. So maybe you can get some points there and, and squeeze out something. Ah, here we go. We've got, we've got, uh, we've got an absolute muddy name. Siandak, asking why I picked the Matlock. Looks Welsh. Is he Welsh? It's I want to play for No, no, it, this, was, um, this was the guy who played for the Nids. So straight into this, into this still be Welsh. Of, like, so this is the guy that gave her gave Laddie a bit of a, a bit of a pony. Good, good. So yeah, good job. There we go. Now we know. Nice. There we go. So yeah, we don't have the result for this game yet. No. Um, this has okay. actually been played right now. I think we signed an hour or two ago. It's um, okay. It's in the Greek Hammer Discord. I would assume if anyone wants to go and watch yeah. that, but I won't give you a link until we finish the show. No. staying here. Thank you very much. <laughs> Moving on, we have the second round of defenders, and the next defender goes up. For Ukraine, which yes. is it is their Raven Guard list, yeah. Um, and this is an interesting Raven Guard list. We talked about this before. You've got your um, you know, your 20 Vanguard vets, which is no surprises there, but it's also got a ton of bolt aggressors, mm. you know, the uh, bolt yeah. storm aggressors, which we talked about this. It, it brings something a bit different to the list. Um, well, I'm obviously babbling away on trying to scroll down because I had the wrong list open. <laughs> I had the German one open there, which is very silly of me. Very ah, yeah, fine, fine. It's but it, but it's interesting the fact that you, it's, it's giving you that little bit of options there because you get the vanguards. You obviously the, the the vanguards. It's they've got, they've got a few fists. It's not just lightning claws. They've got fists in it. They've got fists and thunder hammers in this. It's like this are a weird choice, man. It's three power fists, a thunder hammer, and a sergeant, and then lightning claws for the rest of the guys. Everyone, and everyone obviously storm shields. Um, you've got a big unit of five aggressors in there, which I like the aggressors. It just gives you that hmm. ability to churn through chaff at a very high rate. The Vanguard do it, but it just gives you that little bit more. Because so le- the Vanguard will hit and kill most things. The Playguard give you, sorry, the Playguard, the uh, aggressors give you that extra option. So you can go into a more hordy army and not get bogged down to how much shooting they can put out. Because mm. obviously, yeah. you'll push them forward, take a good board position, just sit there for the whole game. It's got the plasma interceptors, which no one's expecting. So everyone's expecting those surprises there. And it's got some um, company events for sort of like um, action monkeys. And then your Primus Chaplain on bike and the usual stuff there. It's a good, it's yeah. a pretty sound list. I like it. I like it. Just, just thank inclusion of the aggressors. Instead of, you know, because he's got one unit of five blade guard, and most people maybe take a second unit of five blade guard or another unit of our vanguard vets. Putting aggressors in, I think, just gives you a little little flavor, but actually opens up options as well for this list. So I like that. 100%. And once again, we see the Gene Steeler Cult, Tyranny, Death Corps of Krieg army being put against it to attack. But we also see an army we haven't seen yet, Neil, and that is in the form of the German Necron build. It's just yeah. built like similar to everything we've seen before with the Catan shards and the relentlessly expansionist and all that kind of jazz. It's a little bit different. It is and it isn't. This is Simon Erding's list and he's actually switched it up. In the, in the first couple of rounds, he's, this was all Kenotech, uh, Raves and uh, Scorepike Destroyers, mm. which was a super solid list. He switched, he switched it up a bit. The core is still there. It's still built on a core of 15 Raves, um, which is, you know, nasty no matter what um but now he's actually gone in for a transcendence a transcendent satan and the nightbringer as well okay the nightbringer is an so, interesting inclusion i mean it makes it difficult to charge into you but at the same time it is expensive isn't it he is expensive now i could be completely actually i actually did tune in at one point in one of simon's games and early in, in the earlier rounds that's when he played against the semi chris lance mm. the frenchies and simon lost to uh, olivia the captain uh that daddy beaver and he daddy lost basically beaver. he lost basically because a bunch of ter- a bunch of assault terminators and vanguard vets just sort of tanked and chopped away through all the wraiths okay. and score vets, everything mm-hmm. um i'm not saying it's a reaction just to that to that particular game but having something like the nightbringer gets rid of that problem yeah 100 percent. not just for his ability to ignore invulnerable saving close combat i mean because he is quite inconsistent with that but also his gaze of death uh katan power is very very strong you pick three units within nine inches and on a four plus that uh or they take or you pick a unit within um nine inches and it takes a d3 uh d3 model wounds for every four plus you roll and you roll three so you have the potential to do a lot of damage to something there. When you consider how valuable just getting a smite off is most of the time, it shows you how valuable that mortal wound output kind of is. Exactly. And then you've got, and you've got sort of normal satan there as well, mm. with the uh, antimatter meteor and the transmission of Thunderbolt. So you've got some reliable elite killing yeah. power there. Specifically to get through um, toughness values uh, and damage exactly. reduction. And... 
Because that, that, that is the race's saves. problem, because the race the race have a lot of attacks, but they don't have a lot of AP backing them up. Yeah. Um, and that is that is their fall down there. So the race the race can shred stuff, but they can't shred tanky stuff. True. The two to tank give you that option. And as you said, otherwise, yeah, it's, I mean, it's relentless expansionists and eternal conquerors. No surprises there. Pretty standard. Yeah. Either way, that list gets rejected. We see it the weirdy beardy Tyranid Gene Steeler Cult Imperial Guard list being played mm-hmm. up against a Raven Guard. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how this goes for me. Weirdy beardy Tyranids, maybe it bogs down the Raven Guard a bit and it has enough screening to deal with it. I don't know. But I don't know, it feels I, slightly I, I, swingy I to me. I don't know. It's very swingy, I think. You know, mm. that raving if if the if the ride the difficult can go first and can push the riders out, it's gonna be a long time before the Raven Guard to get through all of them. Mm. Um yeah. flip side of it is that the Raven Guard gets to go first, get to push up early, obviously their infiltration, or the Raven Guard shenanigans, and attack they can use their aggressors to punch a hole through the screen very effectively they'll easily be able to knock out a unit or two there with all the shots and then just get into the middle of the army get into the middle of that um hive guard of the uh, hive guard the ex-crime with their with their fangar vets are really doing number there so it's a super swingy matchup i think yeah 100 percent. do we have a result in for this one neil or is it uh, still oh, ongoing well, i'm gonna quick have a look now where are we ukraine Her- yep so um 20 nil two 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 Simon, two German uh, Necrons. Uh, so the German bring... Necrons? Oh, yeah. So, so... so they picked the Necrons. Oh, right? oh, sorry, sorry. Bye. Bye look at the <laughs> Have you spoiled it? No, no, I, I, no, I spoiled another match. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I mean, it's hurting, so it's not really as Oh, look at all three. They've not played this game yet, sorry. Okay, Mine Pizza. Fine. I'm just going to quickly test something from the other side of the room. This is very unprofessional, but I feel like in the UK, the sun is setting now, so... That's fine. We can edit that out the VOD, or nobody will notice, and that'll be fine. That's okay. So, moving on swiftly to the second defender for Germany, they decide to put down. Once again, we've seen Admet put down as a defender after the Death Guard, which feels weird mm. when you want certain boards, but whatever. The light boards are still available. Maybe that's why Germany went for it this time. What do you think, Neil? It could be, and you could easily be. Germany could easily be looking at Ukraine's previous matches. Yeah. Because obviously that the information is available. Mm. So looking at those matches, see what's gone on, and maybe Germany have um, identified the fact that Ukraine are doing what they're doing, mm. and therefore they know there isn't a, there, there is less of a risk of losing um, the Admec board early mm. on. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because they obviously want they obviously want to pick one of those more open boards. Um, and this list here is it's it's quite interesting. This is a list sort of semi reminiscent of the past two ETCs, 2018 and 2019. Yeah. Germany ran a list that had a that had a lot of um, electro-priests in both times. And this just seems to be an updated version of that. It's an evolution of that. And I quite like it. It's um, it's Mars. Mm-hmm. It's Call. So you actually got Call in there from the few um, Admec players this tournament running Call. And it's got Manipolis. It's got three Vanguard units just for obviously getting the points in there. And then it's got three units of Corpus Cari Electro Priests and a unit of uh, 10 uh, Fulgurite Electro Priests. Okay. So you've got the Shooty Boys and, the and you've boys. got the, Hitty, the Choppy Boys. Um, it's also got some Rust Stalkers, which are great little um, action monkeys because they can they can deep strike down. So things like Scramblers or Ugh. Gage, stuff like that. <laughs> So depending on the match, if you, if you play like if you play for example a custodian's army, you you can scramble us all day long. Oh, yeah, so yeah, 100%, yeah. But 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 it, but you can do other things. You can it's it's an engage as well. Mm. It's an engage. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things you can do there. Yeah. Um. And then it's got a unit of four, which I haven't seen much of. A unit of four Ballastaria for auto cannons. Hmm. Are they the Again, chicken walkers? The chicken, the shooty chicken walkers. We haven't seen much of them in this tournament. They seem to at least this tournament is the four now. I mean, I still highly respect it, especially especially the fact you got call in there. So call, obviously, the Mars cans call call with the rerolls and wrap on Mars. You've got a very effective unit there. Can just dish out a horrific amount of mortal wound and high 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 strength uh, damage to shots. Yeah, and I've actually Um, seen a lot of these in practice, and so I'm a little bit surprised to say, but we haven't seen them in, in Greek Hammer. Yeah, and then it's got two big units of uh, raiders, eight man each, uh, two Scorpius disintegrators, and then the um, the Ornithrop to the bomber, the fuselage. Mm. Of course, some people don't. So it's a good list. It's, it's a list. This list reminds me a lot of stuff of, of a list that Rickard Nielsen, um, who's one of my regular opponent, plays. And I'd say if, if he's playing them, it's a solid list. Basically, I've played kind of this kind of list, and yeah. it's very it's very hard to deal with. The big, the big units of raiders I really like. Ballastari I very much like, and the electric priests give you so many options there, and they're yeah. very. And actually, the electric priests are quite tanky against the right kind of shooting. Yeah, 
So, uh, once again, we see the Chaos List put down. That's one of the War Dogs, the 20 Slanesh Terminators. We've already been through that one, pretty much. Uh, we kind of know how that magic goes as well. It's a little bit swingy again, because it depends on how quickly you can kill all the other stuff. But if you can fan out quite well enough, which this looks like, list looks like it can do, it should probably be reasonably okay. The list that we haven't seen yet is the Harlequins list that's gone down for the Ukrainian yeah. snail. What does this list look like? Pretty pretty traditional? There's not too many... Well, this is, actually, um, a, this is actually a Harlequin uh, Dark Elder list. That's why it's not traditional, because you run out of the oh, seven yes, units in the Harlequin book, whatever it is. Indeed. So there's only three fusion, three fusion boats okay. in this list. Um and um, three fusion boats, eleven skyweavers. Okay, but then there are two squads 60. of five, one of one. Um, one one of six, one of five. Sorry, two units of skyweavers, one unit of six, six skyweavers. They did. Hmm, okay. Um, sixty racks. Hey. Now this is before the new book as well. This is before the new book, so they're not. So they're yeah. not. They don't that, all have liquefiers. No, these are the prophets of flesh rather than uh, dark tech monsters. Uh, but sixty racks, all the same, is a pain to get yeah. rid of in the game. It's another one of those Absolutely. lists that you think is going to probably be able to tank the admech a little bit, right? Rather than something that's going to push it off completely. Very much so, because as we all know, if you if you, if you don't wipe those rack units, they're coming back. It's just mm. there's, there's absolutely mess of stuff there, and you've got the fusion boats and the skyweavers dancing around, mm. causing problems. Yeah. And those skyweavers will be, you know, those I've met chicken walkers. If they poke their faces out, the skyweavers will pick them off the board. Mm. Yeah, guaranteed. And there's not too much to go into here, just because Drakari have had a new book, and therefore the sixty rack detachment isn't really as notable as it is now i mean it no. is but for different reasons and therefore any discussion about why we've done this doesn't really matter too much um the chaos list already talked about a bit so we saw the admech pick the harlequins um i feel, yeah, like, the, I feel mean, like i think the harlequins does better for the ukrainians later on in the pairings than the chaos one does what do you think i think they, they, they pick, i think it's very own. i think that if you're the german admech and the germans that chaos, that, that those those war glaives and those terminators, I would, as an aggro player, you don't want to be facing that because no. the war glaive, it's just gonna. It, I mean, it's got it's got one mode and it's run forwards, but it's gonna run forwards very effectively. And I don't think there's enough, there isn't enough shooting in the admech to stop them all getting in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they will, they will, they will rinse those. Um, and, and again, yes, you can, you can make one of those um, radar units, screen units, run away. Mm -hmm. but there's only one. The one's going to get rinsed in the next turn, and then you can run out of space quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, also, the fact that you know, typical thing of the Admech is having the bomber there to slow the yeah. key assault units down does absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, against this, against that army, because the Terminators come down for reserves, you can't bomb them, and the War Glaives don't go, the War Dogs don't care. Yeah. So I think they've taken the Harlequin match up there, because yeah, it's a ton of racks, and the racks are an absolute grind to deal with, but the racks are not doing anything. Yeah, it's like 12 a 12A, isn't it, really? And if you're, I'm looking yeah. at the Chaos as well, I mean, I've talked to enough uh, Armager players that they complain about not getting light boards, and they, you know exactly what the Admech's going to do. It's been put down to get one of the light boards. And so if you can yeah. play Admech, deny a light board away from the side of the Chaos player, and take it for your Admech, that's just, a, that's just a, a good scenario for you going into the third rounds of pairings, right? Absolutely. Cool. So, we'll go on to the next defender for Germany. This is the round three, the third defender pairings, a real meat of a pairing section. So, what Team yeah. Germany decides to do is they defend with their sisters. Now, this is something we've seen done quite a few times with people third defending the sisters and then just saying, hey, I can take quite most of your matchups here at this point. So, I now get to pick between, like, one and two. And then I'll just attack with the two things that I, I would assume are would probably want to avoid the things that I'm going to attack, get attacked with, and then pass your thing off to the next list, right? Exactly. So, and this and this is the list is actually. I mean, I, my notes here super standard. It's free, free repenti, free structure, which is ten seraphim in, in one big unit. Mm. Uh, it's, it does. It, no offense, there's nothing stand out there. No, but as we know, sisters basically are there is basically sort of a, a 1600 700 points of sisters, which is super standard, and then 300 points of flavor. It's very effective. That's the reason why everyone's running it. Mm. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. And then they get attacked by the Necrons, which are very good into the sisters, actually, mm. because it's one of those where it's so hard for sisters to push into them, right? And then they also get attacked by the uh, the Eldar. So let's go for the Eldar first, mate, because I think the Eldar one is one that's probably a little bit weirder to attack the sisters with, because they do yeah. tend to have quite high costs per unit anyway. So when you start screening out and trading stuff, you tend to trade down. What's this Eldar list look like? 
Well, this other we talked about this previously. I think it was two weeks ago we talked about this. This is Feder. Who, mm, uh, know, for those who don't yeah. know, Feder is a absolute legend yeah. of the WTC community. He's been going for forever, and he is he is a duck craft he plays Eldar that's all yeah. he plays so he is he is what you know, Adam Calero would call a faction master mm-hmm. and this is a list we talked about previously we talked about this this is a very interesting list in the fact that it trades well as well mm-hmm. um, it is um, there's a patrol attachment I'll just read through it because it's so interesting I actually worth reading through it so there's a patrol attachment hunters ancient relics expert craft there's no real surprise there spirit seer Aurelia who is the shadow spectre um, phoenix, phoenix lord, lord. yeah it's basic. It's basically a flying um, fire prism nice. with the strength, the, the, the big shots, the strength. And she's shots. tiny. And she's tiny. She's a little model that fires free strength, eight massive damage shots, um, and buffs the um, shadow specters as well. Mm-hmm. There's a wraith seer because we're playing forgeable stuff, and wraith seers are super solid choices. Yeah. It's then for a unit of um, there's 15 guardian defenders, 13, and, and then a platform, so 15 model defender squad there. Um, obviously, you know you can you can buff, you can buff those with psychic powers and that, so they're quite resilient, great back forward, or a great screen. Nice big unit to yeah. string out and scream with. You've then got two units of shining spears um, with the XR. How big are those Jesus. units of spears, mate? Uh, they, they're five. Okay. Including so they're the not XR. like big five hammers. They're kind of more like, no. I'm going to go off but and pinch stuff. I'm going to go off and kill. I'm going to run into something and kill it and trade well. And they'll go, I'm going to go, hey, I'm a free plus save. Waste too much energy getting getting rid of me afterwards. Mm-hmm. Ra- rather than, like you say, a huge, rather than an investment your army built, it swings around. These are trading units. Mm-hmm. Then it's got another. It's got a spear detachment, again, uh, which is masterful shots and expert crafters. Mm-hmm. It's got masterful shots. We'll, we, we'll get Daniel shoot very quickly. It's got a Farseer Skyrunner and a Warlock Skyrunner. Yep. So there's your buffers. There's your buffers. Five warp spiders, um, mm-hmm. a cheeky little viper, and a two units of five shadow specters. But in the sh- and shadow specters don't know shadow specters. Go on Wikipedia, the best website in the world. Have a look. Shadow specters are great, and you know they, they've got an inherent management to hit. They are jump you know, jump inventory, and they basically fire the fire prism, the small shot, the strength six shots, the fire prism, yeah. and they're going to be getting buffed off really. As we said yeah. earlier, they're very bouncy, very fast, very annoying, and they hit quite hard. So it's and ignore ter- and because they're yeah. bouncy, they ignore terrain, and yeah. they're good mobile trade take position. Yeah. Um, he's then got heavy support. He's got um, he's got free shadow weavers. Mm-hmm. He's heavy supports, uh, his support weapons. He's got free war walkers, mm-hmm. single war walkers, and two night spinners. So it's very much MSUE into the sisters, right? You can push yeah. out one war walker and one war walker, and not really worry too much about it. You can take the sisters quite nicely. And that might be why yeah, exactly. they got rejected in favour of the Necrons, which are historically a bad matchup for, for sisters, just like the Death Guard yeah. are. What do you think of this uh, Necrons list? And is it something that could trouble sisters, or is it a little bit quirky and that might make the sisters well, think well, this is, take it? Well, this is Dimitri, who is the actually creating captain. Yes, um, Dimitri, yeah. And uh, this list is, I mean, it's the Void Dragon and Nightbringer. Well, that's why they thought we could take it, because it's got a Void Dragon in it. <laughs> That'll it's be void, why. I mean, I mean it, it is Katakuka Man Barge. Um, it is a Chronomancer, a Plasmancer, a Psychomancer, 20 Warriors, 10 Immortals, um, 3 units of Scarab Swarms, a unit of 10 Deathmarks. Interesting choice hmm. there. I'm not sure I'm sold on it, but go on. And then the Void Dragon and the, and the um, Nightbringer. That's where your points have gone into, obviously, those two models. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't trade quite as well as the sisters a lot of Necron no. builds do, but, I mean, that's probably where I've taken it, right? And that's why the yeah, Eldar are now down to the hook. So we'll move on to the uh, third defender for Ukraine, and we'll work out what the hook matchups and the champions matchups are for this, uh, exactly. this round to see who wins the tournament. Ukraine, they stick out the Thousand Suns. Now, we've already established that Chaos Knights... And Chaos Space Marines are not on the table for Ukraine in this build. So what have they included in this, Neil? Well, this is actually a bit of a thing because it's not actually... It's, the majority of this army is demons, not Thousand Sons. Clearly, Scrivener likes the Thousand Sons pictures. The Sun pictures it's got a demon in there, to be fair, mate. There's a <laughs> it has got a demon yeah, section. Yeah, 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 we'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, so it is... The demon section is a lot of change. Two blocks of 20 horrors, a block of 20 letters, a bunch of uh, summoning points as well. Mm-hmm. And then the Thousand Sons... The Thousand Sons is essentially just two units of five spawn mm-hmm. and some attendant characters. Um... It's an interesting list. It's obviously a bloodletter bomb for dealing with damage, spawn for pushing up flanks and holding objectives, and then the big block of horrors and the unkillable order change in the center just to sort of like spaff out shots and powers, mm. basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that is the list. It's a, it's a solid list. It's one they've been it's one that they haven't really changed all tournament. 
so it's obviously doing the work for them. The player who's running it likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Or we're just trying to get a big chance by playing it for the maximum number of games as possible, right? Exactly. Mm. And then going into that, the Germans obviously say they attack with uh, their Harlequins, which is a Harlequin and Craftworld Eldar list. And then they attack with, with the Raven, a Raven Guard and Ultramarine Army. Um, the Raven Guard Ultramarine Army is two units of Vanguard Vets. Um, and then a little bunch of attendant uh, Raven Guard characters. And then the Ultramarine section has three Ultramarine Victor Warsuits and six uh, Heavy Bolt Attack Bites. I really like the inclusion of the Ultramarine Victors here hmm. because Ultramarines obviously have access to that strategy which allows them to de- redeploy models. Yeah. So you can go, you can deploy the Victors very aggressively. And then if you don't get the first turn, you, pull, you use the Ultramarine strat to pull them back to a certain defensive position. If you do get the first turn, you use the Raven Guard strats to push yeah. your vanguards up. And we have seen this already, I think, when we talked about the last time Germany played. They've been using this consistently throughout the event. It's clever, and I do like it. Yeah, very like it, yeah. And I yeah. like the Heavy Bolter attack bikes, because a lot of people are big on the multi-bolter right now, but the Heavy Bolter attack bikes are very cheap, mm. and it's still a lot of reliable damage. And there's a lot of reliable engaged all fronts as well. So exactly. you still get the same value, just for less cost. So in yeah. this one, they decide to pick up the Space Marines. Now, I think that Germany did this with one eye on the hook matchup anyway, thinking that they'd be able to bounce the Eldar across there, because I think the Eldar struggle in both of these. What do you think? Yeah, because it was the the other list is the other list is actually Fred the Captain. It's the Harlequins, the Wild mm-hmm. list, and this list is five fusion boats, five sky weavers, ten shadow specters, and five vibro cannons. Mm, yeah, um, two to five shadow specters. It's a list that is mobile and MSUE, just like Fedder's um, Eldar list, but the few, I think the the crux here is those fusion boats. Yeah, those fusion yeah. boats it harder and trade just a little bit better yeah. than what... It, it's what hard to dig them out as well because you've got to kill the transport and then you've got to kill the guys inside, but there's no downside because exactly. the guys inside can still shoot because you're a transport. So it works out kind of exactly. well, right? So I think I think that's exactly. a win for Germany on, on the third defender, but we'll have a look anyway. We'll move on to the hook matchup, which we've already alluded to. That is the uh, the German Harlequins list against the Ukrainian Kraftworks list. And we've just been through that very briefly. I, I think this is probably favourable to Germany. But maybe Ukraine got something in the Champions matchup. Let's have a quick look now. Yep. So we have the German Necrons, which we've already... Uh, I think we've already talked about this one, right? This is Erding's, right? I, I accidentally spoiled it. Okay, that's this. fine. This is, yeah. this, is a, this is Erding's list, yes. Yeah. This is uh, three to five um, Wraiths, uh, Transcendent Satan, Nightbringer, mm-hmm. and buff characters. Yeah, and this is into another a chaos list for Ukraine. They have a lot of chaos in their comp. Yeah, they? They, but this this is the list that's been getting bounced all all tour. This is the list that Germany keep rejecting all, all so far. Mm-hmm. This is the twenty Terminators and it's the seven uh, War Dogs yeah. with Fairwall Waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and this is it because this is favourable. I think this is favourable for for Germany. I agree because yeah. you've got. Wraiths, free up and will save. Um, so they can actually now, make it, but yeah, four same up, point. Sorry, yeah, yeah, four, no, but, but still, you're, you're, but still, you're tanking well with them. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And then you've got the Satan, which will just delete those those, those knights. Do not want to face Satan. Yeah. From, and you're only acting a one phase relic of melee, I guess. And if you're getting into melee, then it's like, well, maybe you get free wounds on it. You've got four phase. Yeah. You can. You, it takes you four phase to kill this Satan. It doesn't matter when you're going to hit it. So. Yeah, you could just bully yeah. this around. I don't think it's a problem at all. Exactly, and the, and that's and that's actually shown because this is we we we, we saw this earlier. Mm-hmm. Simon took twenty points in this matchup. Yeah, so if we're looking at it earlier, I think the rounds one and two of defenders were pretty even in pairings. But we've already talked about hook. I think that's favourable to Germany. Yeah. Champion we've already established is favourable to Germany, and then the defenders are maybe close again, right? So when you've got the two swing matchups that are favourable to one side, I think that's probably going to flip it, and Germany are going to take this tournament. What do you think? Yeah, I I agree, especially with the fact as well as we talked right at the start that Germany's very first defender, their Death Guard player, took 16 points, mm-hmm. um, which is a massive when your when your first defender is taking a is, is getting a winning score out of a game. That is a massive flip to start with mm. in what could be a tight matchup. Obviously, Simon getting a big 20 20 point scalp there is pretty huge. Yeah, big. Um, the other scores, um, the as we just alluded to, the Ukrainian Thousand Sons and Demons against the the very clever Ultramarine Raven Guard the Germans. The uh, Martin, the German player, scored 16 points in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that, so there are matches going in their favour. Yeah. Um, right now, the score as as we speak, um, they had four results in, all 
if and it's four results in and it's currently sixty one nineteen <laughs> points to Germany. That's that's so brutal. Ukraine Ukraine have to win every single and the, the last four yeah. matchups Ukraine essentially have to win them yeah. if you have a chance of winning this. I mean we've already been, I mean maybe it's just the case that the four favourable German matchups are just the ones to come in and we're gonna get four favourable Ukrainian ones. But, but maybe but again that again that death guard that yeah. death guard matchup I wouldn't say on paper that's that's no, super favourable. No. Um, and I, I, I can see I think that or the champion matchup are going to be the swings yeah well we've already had the champion matchup right it's going to, it's going to be the, hope, the, hope, the champion is meant exactly. to be like even and it was a 20 exactly. which is huge a so. 20 and a first defender getting 16 is huge I think that's the, that's the swing there that's what's going to swing the match I yeah. think and, and that's a power of earning as a champion I guess uh, Neil that was yeah. a pleasure mate thank you very very much we'll have to be no back next week where we talk about the stats from the event what conclusions we can draw from this with regards to team and singles play and obviously yep. who the overall uh, podium was and who the eventual winner of this event was. But it looks looking very, very good for Germany at the minute. Uh, it it do, is. Do you want to games I'll say those games are getting played now, so Tom will hopefully put the Discord oh. link in the chat before yep. we leave. After I have ended the stream, guys, I am going to get the Discord, get the invite link, and put it in the chat. If you want to go and watch those games, you can absolutely do that. Please make sure you go and with your microphone muted because otherwise you'll get shouted at. Uh, other than that, Neil, do you have any shout-outs you want to give before we, uh, we head off for the night? Um, big shout out to obviously you know Typhus, Nikolai, mm. the guys who've organised this tournament. Yeah, I mean it's been a it's been a lot it's been a long haul the past the past like what two months almost, mm. but it's been good to have some quality content to talk mm. about. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've really enjoyed going through these as well. I've, I've learned a lot from a lot of what the other teams are doing, even if we're not necessarily playing with them ourselves. So it's, it's something I'll yeah. definitely apply. Thank you very much for everyone tuning in. Hermanista Kolaru as well. Thank oh, you for the card. Oh, and actually, sorry, before I forget, mm. sorry, Tom, before I forget, one last thing. There is going to be another TTS uh, team tournament coming up, mm -hmm. organised by the Poles, a five-man tournament. So a little bit easier yeah. to get a team together for um if you go into uh, team poland 40k on facebook there's mm -hmm. details on there definitely get signed up to that if you're interested in playing team events sounds good to me mate thank you very much and thank you to everybody who subscribes on the patreon and here and gives donations that allows rob to go outside and scavenge for berries in the woods <laughs> as he's currently doing thank you very much everyone again for tuning in and we'll see you on the next podcast bye bye